Hello and welcome to Tech Talks with Madonna Season 2, Episode 1. Our guest today is Stephanie Wong. Stephanie Wong is the Head of Developer Engagement at Google Cloud. She is a keynote speaker, writer, an engineer with a mission to blend storytelling and technology to create inspiring developers' content. She is the creator of dozens of Google Cloud YouTube series like Networking End-to-End and Discovering Data Centers, the host of Live Tech Conferences and winner of the 2021 Webby Award for her work. Before Google, she helped businesses implement cloud technologies at Oracle. Born and raised in San Francisco, Stephanie is active in her community, supporting women in tech, mentoring students, and she's also a former pageant queen, hip-hop dancer, and very obsessed with the dogs. Stephanie will talk about how to get started and succeed in a cloud career as a woman in tech and coming from an untraditional background. Wow. Today, our guest is Stephanie, and I am so excited to have you here with me today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. That's amazing. And first, I also wanted to say congratulations on your promotion. That is super amazing. I'm always go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a long journey, but I have been very lucky in that I've had mm-hmm. such supportive managers and team members. That's amazing. Now, do you mind introducing yourself? Sure. So I'm Stephanie Wong. I am currently the head of developer engagement at Google Cloud. And that means that I aim to blend storytelling and technology to help educate and inspire our developer audiences. So that means that I do a lot of content, whether that's video, blogs, podcasts, talks at various conferences around the world. And I uh, try to you know, teach others about Google Cloud products across the board. Wow, that is amazing. And I really like what you do. I also did notice you have a podcast, right? Yeah. So I'm the host of the Google Cloud Platform Weekly Podcast. There are other hosts as well, but I'm one of the leads for it. And I've been doing that for a couple of years now. Wow. So you're a pro in this. I feel like, can (laughs) you be here? (laughs) Because I just did this recently to cater to a wider community that I have, both Android and both women take makers. And I'm loving it so far. Now, let's get right to the question. So I wanted to ask you first, how did you get started and how did you succeed in your cloud career as a woman in tech coming from a non-traditional background? Yeah, exactly. I did not study computer science. I actually graduated with a different CS degree. It's communication studies. So very different, but I think very useful and valuable in my role today. And so when I first got my job out of school, I didn't expect to go into tech, although being in California, there was plenty of opportunities. So this company, Oracle, which is a large tech company as well, took the chance in hiring me as a sales engineer because Mm -hmm. of my communications and some tech experience I had. My minor was digital humanities, so I did work on some analytics projects. Mm -hmm. And so really everything I learned was on the job. When I got thrown into it, I learned all about cloud and enterprise technology when I started from nothing, Mm -hmm. um, but really applied myself and made relationships along the way. And I pivoted towards cloud after working for a year and a half because Mm -hmm. I saw that the industry was exploding at the time, which ended up being a great move. Uh, a couple years later, Google Cloud reached out and recruited me to join their sales engineering team, yeah. which was very unexpected. But I did that for about a year and created content for fun on my own. Yeah. And that's when I eventually found my path into DevRel. Wow, that is amazing. And I feel like that's, a, that's, an, inter- that's an actually interesting path. And I, 
I, I don't know if you want me to mention this, but I do know you were a beauty virgin before. Did you do something like that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Tell I... us about that because I love fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so I did do pageants. I was Miss Chinatown USA 2016. And then I did mm -hmm. Miss Asian North America 2018 and mm -hmm. was, you know, the last standing queen so far and then did a couple others on the side. And so I never considered myself a pageant person before, but I did it because I wanted to um, really integrate myself with the cultural community here for Chinese Americans. And that was yeah. a big driver for me. But after winning, I got thrown into this whole new world of community involvement yeah. and cultural pride. And so I get involved every single year. I often tell people that my experience in pageants have helped me in my career because yeah. of the public speaking and, you know, growing outside of your comfort zone and meeting other like-minded women who are also actually very accomplished. Oh my God, that's a very good point. And I feel like that's actually what it takes to be a good public speaker. Just that engaging community, being out there, sharing your story and getting to know other people too, because I can imagine you've connected with so many people and you have a lot of connections now. Yeah, absolutely. It's a way to present yourself and build your brand, connect with others in different industries like healthcare and tech. Um, and, you know, be able to distill a lot of information into the little moments that you have on stage. Wow. Amazing. And that leads us to the next question, which is how did you grow your online brand in tech? I'm interested in hearing this. Oh, it's been um, a work in progress, I would say. Mm -hmm. But DevRel gave me a platform for me to really use my creativity and my engineering skills and showcase them on a platform with a lot a growing audience. And so that has been a huge help. But I think that anyone can do this, even if you don't have, you know, a big company or a platform, anyone these days can start creating content and pushing out your own ideas about, you know, your own um, project applications, your own mm. views on technology. Um, the The world is really an oyster for you to be able to tell your story and it's all about putting yourself out there. I would mm -hmm. also say if you do work in a traditional organization or a company, you can find others who want to celebrate your wins, build those relationships. Often it works better to offer as opposed to ask. So yeah. when you are looking for a mentor, offer something that you have as a strength and hopefully you can build that relationship organically so that they start advocating for you when you're not in the room. Yeah. That is very true. I like that point. And I feel like I'm also learning a lot from you because I'm starting to also build like my own right, online brand where I've gotten this ability. So I'm a Google developer expert and I've gotten this ability to interact with more developers. And I'm like, wow, I enjoy talking to people and enjoy giving talks. So I just want to stay connected and build it just slowly by slowly. So I'm actually following your footsteps. <laughs> Yeah, I would oh, say that. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I totally agree. It's, your career is not just about building great software. It's yeah. also about building great relationships. And I think that that shouldn't be overlooked. That is very true. Now, another question that I would like to ask you, you are head for engagement. Nice. How did you move up and progress in your career? Like that is something that I always wonder, like what, what is the catalyst? What helps you move up? It's a lot of iterative steps over time. And I think that there is no, you know, cutting corners in that sense. It's, it's, you know, I think good luck is when hard work meets opportunity. Those yeah. two things intersecting is what gives you new opportunities. And so for me over time, it was 
the first couple of years in DevRel, I had to build my credibility. I was building my content. I was connecting with developer audiences. I was saying yes to the opportunities that gave me really high visibility in the organization. So I was working mm-hmm. on really large projects and um, found success through that. And so as that success builds, I was then mentioned more or mm-hmm. I was, my name would be thrown into the bucket, you know, thrown mm-hmm. into the hat for new things. And so over time, um, you know, there was a couple other teams at Google who were looking for a central figure to be the voice for developers for any ongoing product launches. And my manager at the time said, hey, Stephanie's been doing a great job at this. Mm-hmm. You should consider her for this role. And that's sort of how I became, um, you know, head of developer engagement. It's this new initiative for me to be that voice for all our launches and connect with mm-hmm. developers on that level. And so it was just like, a snowball effect. Like yeah. you do good work. Your manager starts advocating for you when you're not in the room, your name gets thrown into the hat. And before you know it, you know, a new yeah. opportunity might fall on your lap. Well, I love that. Your name gets thrown in the bucket. I really love that because it does speak to actually help people even get promoted. It's somebody saying, actually, Stephanie has been doing a great job here. Thank you so exactly. much for sharing that. Now, Let's get to the cloud part of it because I'm interested in cloud too. And I don't know so much about it, but I do know it's pretty big. So I wanted to ask you, what are the key concepts to understand and get started in, in, in cloud? Cloud is so far reaching that it really just depends on what you're already working on and how you can translate that into cloud. So for example, if you are interested in infrastructure um, you know, how applications are deployed in the cloud, what they're running on, what kind of machines they're running on. If you're interested in Kubernetes, that kind of thing, like Golang is often a popular language to use, yeah. but, you know, just understanding how to translate what you're running on your local machine or in a private data center into the cloud, that would be a very basic fundamental concept to understand. And then from there, it's just all about different abstraction levels, right? Mm-hmm. You could be running on Kubernetes, as I said, as like a container orchestration platform. You might be running a database on a, on a managed service in the cloud instead. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be running uh, mobile applications with endpoints and um, running your own API management platform. So you just kind of have to think about how the building blocks are set up in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I wouldn't over-index on, oh, should I hyper-focus on one technology over another because things change all the time. What yeah. I would focus more on is what, are, what skills are you already good at? Mm-hmm. What kind of languages are you already proficient in? Yeah. And see how that translates into the cloud. Yeah, well, that's super amazing. I mean, I've been in the Android world for a while now, I think over professionally now five years and even longer, like almost eight years now. So I've not ventured into cloud. So you explaining that, that was pretty nice. So for anybody that would like to get started in cloud, how can I get, how can they get started? I do know there's a certification program that's by Google. So do you want to tell us more? Yeah, that's definitely a great first step. There are plenty of certifications um, that are by level. For example, there's an associate cloud engineer certification, then there's the professional one, and then there's different role-related ones like database engineer, data engineer. Um, There's a networking certification. There's a developer-focused one. So Mm -hmm. you can kind of start with the associate level one to tap into it and figure out what focus area you want to go towards next. Now, I will say certifications are not a replacement for experience, but it is really helpful in giving you some more direction, right? Like if you don't know where to start, you don't know what topic to to focus on, it's great. And then 
of course, it's opening up the door for you to have something on your portfolio. From there, I would recommend getting some hands-on experience, whether that's contributing to an open source project like Kubernetes or something, um, or, you know, finding a sample application that you can build. You can also build your resume and host it in the cloud. Just give yourself a use case. Um, Just like build something you're passionate about it. I love that. Well, I feel like today you just gave us just great content (laughs) and I'm very happy for that. One more thing I wanted to ask you is, I know this is might be out of topic, but I want to know what devices do you use? Like, do you use an iPhone? Do you use a Pixel? What do you have? What is your watch? What is your phone? What is your earbuds? Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a great question. Um, so I have been using an iPhone since the first model, so I haven't detached from that yet. (laughs) Um, and I also have a Mac for, for everything as well, but, um, I do have a pixel for my work phone that I use occasionally. And I've just been playing around with the Fitbit recently too, but I'm about to purchase, um, an aura ring, which is a totally separate, um, health tracking ring. So, you know, yeah, I'm not married to any, you know, like technology provider per se. I just like finding out what's, uh, you know, new and and fun to try out. I like that. I I do like the aura ring because I saw it being advertised and I was like, wow, this looks pretty cool. Is it something I can wear? Mm, That's a good, that's a good, that's a good one to throw (laughs) out there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to test it out. Perfect. Now, Stephanie, it's been so amazing having you speaking to us. I wanted to ask you one last question before you go. And that is, since you come from a pretty nice background, I would I would call it nice because it's not conventional; it's different. Um, do you find tech welcoming? I think with cloud, especially, yes. Mm-hmm. I think that cloud as a technology has actually democratized access for people all over the world from all different backgrounds to try out technology very easily because yeah. it's browser-based. We can have browser-based workstations and development environments now. So mm-hmm. the barrier to entry is much lower in a sense. Yeah. And so I do think tech is very welcoming, more welcoming now than it ever has been before. Yeah. And I personally haven't faced too many you know, too much adversity in the tech industry, myself as a woman of color, which is great. Um, you know, I've been very fortunate to have supportive people all around me, but I will say it's the responsibility of us in tech already to make sure that that is sustained and that we can provide support for people of these varying backgrounds. And I'm glad that you invited me on so I can share my story and be that person for others. Um, and I will plug that if anyone wants to reach out to me that then please reach out uh, probably on Twitter at Steph R underscore Wong. And uh, you can connect with me about your background and how you might fit into tech. Amazing. Because I actually wanted to, to ask you to plug in where people can find you and they can follow Because I follow you on Twitter already and I love your content. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah. that's the place to go, I would say. Perfect. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Please, you can watch this on YouTube and listen on our podcast. Thank you very much.